from Relevant Magazine. It's the Relevant Podcast. Friday, December 14th, 2012, and this is The Relevant Podcast, a very special Relevant Podcast, supersized. So special. Oh. I'm Cameron Strang, here with me in our Orlando studios, the very lovely Maya Strang. What up, Wearing you? headphones that make her look like Princess Leia. They're they huge. are so large. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to her left, Calvin Curley. Hi. On the ones and twos over there, our illustrious producer, Chad Michael Snavely. Hello, friends. And normally right here, I would say on the Audible.com line. Well, here's the conundrum we are in. Audible.com ponied up good money to sponsor the line, which today we are not using, <laughs> because Jesse Carey is here in the studio with us. Welcome. Yeah, sorry, Audible. No, Once no. again, my apologies. We, right will, use, we will use the Audible.com line later in the show. Right. Okay. I, can, well, I can still plug Oof. them now. Yeah, we but will they're use certainly the not getting later. their typical money's worth. <laughs> With me. And I'd take their money anyway. Well, if it makes them feel any better, I do have Skype running in the background with your line on it. Okay, good. Yeah. So I think it's just to it's, your house. We're actually just, yeah. It's only fair. We're yeah. listening to your empty bedroom. Yeah, right we, we are an integritous organization. So, yeah. And, and, and as much as of a special event that it is that Jesse has flown down from Loverland to join us in studio, the reason is joining us in the studio all the way from Sydney, Australia, sitting right here, Adam Smith. G'day, g'day. Don't oh, stop it. You don't talk oh, like that. Hello, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Welcome, Adam. Thank He's you. Here. Uh, longtime listeners will remember Adam from, has it been five years? Uh, it has no, been. No, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. So four it's, years. It's coming four up years. on five years. It's four and a half years. Four and a half four years about. ago, uh, Adam moved to New Zealand and uh, fell in love and then moved <laughs> to Sydney. For a role in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> yes. yes. Didn't work out. No, that uh, it turned out by the time I got there, they had actually finished filming and <laughs> released <laughs> the entire trilogy. So that was just on a whim. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you are hoping they were going to attack on a four. Yeah. Well, like a that, DVD was, extra that was my thought. Something. Yeah, that was my thought. <laughs> yeah. But it, evidently when I got there, I showed up on set and it was abandoned. Four so. years later. Yeah. yeah. But, so uh, it, it all did. worked out, though. In the end. Yeah, for, for both you and the Lord of the Rings uh, producers. <laughs> <laughs> it was a win-win, really. Well, I mean, the early reviews of The Hobbit, from what I've heard, they uh, there's there's a palpable sense of absence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people don't quite understand that it's missing something. Yeah. And obviously. It's you. Know, you. Yeah. Well, what person. is the premise of the, uh, since you lived in New Zealand, what is the premise of The Hobbit? I don't. I don't even know. Like, like the film. Like, yeah, you read yeah. the book in, yeah. in school. No. What is it? It's the. It goes before the other ones, right? Yeah. It is a prequel. Uh, I, prequel. I think this one. This one's probably quite different from uh, the other Lord of the Rings films because I think this one entails a lot of walking <laughs> over a long distance. <laughs> yeah. Are there any rings involved? I think there might be a ring involved. Mysticism mm-hmm. and sorcery at any point. I think so. So it's a real departure. Right. <laughs> Sounds different. Yeah. <laughs> So if you hated the trilogy, you might really get oh, into the hobby. Yeah, yeah. Right. Give it a chance. Yeah. Give it a chance. <laughs> I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, that's foreshadowing for our question of the week yeah. later in the show. Uh, well, we have a, a great show for you uh, today. Um, 
coming up later, we have a, a live in-studio performance by Love Drug, one of our favorite bands. And then uh, the rest of the show, just us talking. No <laughs> other no other, no other, other planned guests. Possible, so, possible Rambo, yeah. right? So, sorry, sorry, everyone. <laughs> I, do see, I do see on the lineup Rambo segment coming up later. Oh, really? Even, yeah, if, it means, <laughs> even if it means we make one to, up on the fly. Yeah. You're going to have to improv the whole thing. Uh, actually, I, I think we should act fully capable. He's here. He's here in the studio. I think we should. Yeah. And he's, he is shirtless. Uh, don't right. <laughs> and he's wearing a red Which bandana. Is, I thought it would bother me, but it's actually quite nice. And he's sweating profusely. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty much how I've always done the podcast. <laughs> right, I mean, right. yeah. This is just Ready going back battle. to old times. I. I I always oil up for the podcast, yeah. right? mm-hmm. regardless of which country you're in. Yeah, honestly, when I even Skype when, in, just when I Skype in, even when you're just oh, yeah. listening, yeah, you download or, it. Yeah, or even when I hear someone else mention it <laughs> in passing. <laughs> in fact, just the concept of podcasts oil. in general. Yeah, yeah. You, you you carry oil with you, and you're not wearing a shirt anyway. Wait, you, so you don't. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> so I I found out something when we were catching up the other night. I found out that that there. You could kind of surmise that the relevant podcast introduced you to your wife. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, there was, just, a, there was like in, to take credit, in, basically. Indirectly, yes. Yeah. Indirectly. I mean, that's that. When he landed in New Zealand, the people that he were was first friends with were people who knew him from the show, from the podcast, and uh, then they were friends with who became his yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of them was her uh, her flatmate who sought me out specifically because I was on the podcast. Mm. So there you go. Celebrity. See? A little stalkerish. So this yeah. this podcast just took a turn for the very personal and awkward. <laughs> it, <laughs> it often does. does. It and often that's does. after yeah. you had your shirt off with oil on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. With, you know, initially we probably thought that that was as awkward as it was going to get. Yeah. We were wrong. <laughs> um, so stay tuned for all that. But up first, your entertainment releases. Music coming out on Tuesday, December eighteenth. Why do you even put these? Well, can't all, we just say nothing? All, no. Oh, no. We have to inform <laughs> the listener. Blink-182 is coming out with Dogs Eating Dogs. Oh, Ooh. finally. It's okay. a Michael Vick concept album. Too soon. Yeah. I got, and when I said Michael Vick joke, granted, it wasn't very funny. But when I said one, everyone groaned <laughs> like a week ago. Now it's okay? <laughs> yeah. Now that he's not starting? It's the delivery. Yeah. Just. It, well, it's no, it was seven days too soon. Yeah. Yours yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. It's Now the time is just right. I've had time to process it. Yeah, yeah. We we've all had time to move on from that scandal. Right. Even the dog lover. So, well done. Ti is also coming out with uh, Trouble Man. Heavy is the head. Hmm. Ti. Well, when Man. dogs eat other dogs, I think their heads do get heavier. They hold all the, the fat in the their juices. jowls. That's yeah. too soon. Oh. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that was, poor, that was a little graphic. Poor taste, it back. Yeah. Poor taste. <laughs> Eight-year-olds are crying. Give it right a week. <laughs> Next week, that'll get a pass. For it. Uh, when the semi-nude oily man thinks you went too far. <laughs> <laughs> a line has been crossed. <laughs> In our, uh, our pick of the week, bringing back 1993, Boys to Men with yes. Christmas Interpretations. Oh, I mean, it's actually nice. their 1993 album. I just want an excuse to play Let It Snow. Wait, so is it actually re-releasing? Nope. I just put it in there because we're recommending it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather me recommend Blink-182, T.I., or a great Boys to Men Christmas record? I, I, I Fair sure. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Point your answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Movie releases on uh, Wednesday, December 19th. Mon- we're, just, we're just rehashing the past here, folks. Monsters, Inc. It's coming out in 3D. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty with uh, Coach from Friday Night Lights, Kyle Chandler, um, and others. No that that yeah. one actually looks great. Does it? I, I, er, early yeah, Buzz. Yeah. 
Early buzz. Yeah. But Oscar. Unfortunately, yeah, I had this great concept in my mind, but when you said coach, I, I, I automatically thought Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> Me too. That's what I thought. <laughs> because well, I got to be honest, that takes it down a notch. Yeah. Nothing well, against Craig T. Nelson. Actually, I think that takes it up several. <laughs> notches. Like, will there be a Dauber cameo? <laughs> Dauber. Shirtless and oiled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a totally different kind of movie. Uh, also coming out, The Guilt Trip, uh, Seth Rogen and Barbara Streisand's. Oh, that's one. weird. Uh, Mother-son no, mother, road trip. It, yeah, it, it looks like it's trying too hard. W- once again, no, no one no one wants to see that. That's uh, Wednesday that's the scenario. 19th. Movie's coming out on Friday the 21st. we got three more. This is 40, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, that and those, that yeah, that looks great. Oh, like They're Paul probably Rudd. very dirty, but that's okay. Well, it's from Ted Apatow. Of course right. it's dirty. But then it'll have a redemptive heart at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Jack Reacher. Starring Tom Cruise, Robert Duvall. So, so this is a comic book character is who, okay. in the comic books, is six foot five, and they cast Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the whole thing is he's Jack Reacher because he's, he's like so five, long six. and tall. He reaches, no. he reaches things on high shelves, right? Because he's six five. Yeah, that's <laughs> and so naturally that's his power. they go it's to a, a five of, foot yeah. three Tom Cruise naturally. Yeah. The the movie is a bit of wow. a departure from the comic, which was just basically you know he goes from town to town wandering like a nomad. Reaching things on high shelves. It wasn't people. all. He wasn't all that exciting of a hero, but he's yeah. very, very helpful. It was in yeah, the same era exactly like yeah. uh, man, Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, like yeah. man, I wish I could get that peanut butter jar. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Reacher is here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, I can't just get, I can't get the star right on top of the tree. Hey, oh, Jack Reacher, allow me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. <laughs> and last, coming out six movies that week: uh, the The Impossible, starring Naomi Watts, Ewan McGregor. Ew. <laughs> There you go. You did that well. I thank you. I, I was practicing you, silently we before for I got you. there. Yeah. I saw it coming. I was mentally preparing for Ewan. Brown cow now. Brown cow now. Ewan. Ewan. <laughs> can't say Ewan very easily. Um, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, a very special Slices. podcast is brought to you by audible.com the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet users can choose uh, the audio versions of their favorite books with a library of more than a hundred thousand titles you can get individual books or for real savings you can sign up for an audible listener program which gives you book credits each month for a low monthly fee uh, you can download your choices and access them on your pc burn them onto cds upload them onto your ipods or other mp3 devices it's quick easy fun and affordable entertainment for people of all ages former podcast guests whose books are available throughout audible.com include rachel held evans stephen furtick bob goff john acuff don miller dave ramsey brian mclaren craig Groeschel, jonathan merritt rick warren and a whole lot more podcast listeners get a free audiobook in a 30-day trial uh, today if you sign up specifically at audiblepodcast.com slash relevant Again, that's audiblepodcast.com slash relevant. It's a great deal. Go do it. Tell them relevant since you. Have you ever thought of, uh, with the audible.com promos, have you ever thought about doing them like Paul Harvey? You know, like, 
Audible.com is your premier source for podcasts and Audible books. Greta Hansen, 92 years young, of Spokane, Washington, wrote me the other day, and she said, Paul, where can I find my favorite books in audio form? Well, Greta, I'll tell you where. <laughs> Audible.com. And this has been Paul Harvey. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> and then he keels over dead. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? That's the rest yeah, of the story. And that's the rest of the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
you know, and all tongue in cheek, but she delivers it totally deadpan and she vows to fight on for the citizens of Australia <laughs> to the bitter end. She says, whether that end comes in the form of flesh eating zombies, demonic hell beasts, or the total <laughs> triumph of K pop. <laughs> so, demonic hell beasts, and that demonic from, the, from the outback, don't they have a lot of like we've got creatures? There's of lots demonic of things out there. Yeah, yeah, it's not like we're not real sure. they're all yeah, gonna yeah. overtake. Uh, you yep. don't need things to crawl out of the bowels of the earth in Australia because they're already there in your kitchen. <laughs> in your kitchen. <laughs> I, I, Honest to goodness, once killed a spider the size of my hand oh. in my house. How did you in kill it house. if it was as big as the thing you were trying to hit it with? Well, I found a newspaper that was much larger than oh, okay. my hand. So, <laughs> wow. but at any rate, a little bit of a uh, little bit of tongue-in-cheek humor uh, won't seem so funny if indeed the Mayan apocalypse is correct. Especially since Australia is the land of of Mad Max and the Thunderdome. Well, that's the thing is we're already well prepared for postal. Apocalyptic scenario. <laughs> yeah, you you yeah. have ample amounts of like leather vest, like <laughs> you're ready. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, tubs of gasoline and yeah. tricked out motorcycles. Yep. a lot of people have you know spiked shoulder pads. It's, <laughs> it's kind of a you know a, a rite of passage. Yeah, in Australia. you, you get the, your first spiked shoulder pads. <laughs> but you're gonna be here in the U.S. Yeah, I know. That's on what, purpose. It, well, it does kind of worry me because oh. I, back home, you know, I've built a fort out of old abandoned school buses. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like uh, bamboo stalk sticks, like pointing yeah, out in every direction. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah I've, like you said, stockpiled gas and everything. Yeah. That, that is the currency the of the currency. future. That'll yeah. be the new currency. And I'm a, I'm a little. I'm a little concerned that I'm not going to be there. Someone's going to move in on my stash. Do you have like like an old rabid dog that you've taken as your only companion? I actually found a feral <laughs> child. Okay. <laughs> Zombie like. It was yeah. a Christmas baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just wandering the Australian outback. Yeah. No, yeah. there's plenty. Yeah. <laughs> he, he turned uh, against there, society. There are literally herds of feral children out there. <laughs> like waiting for the apocalypse. You're opening your kitchen. You have yeah. to. Swat them with your large hands. <laughs> I found a feral child the size of my hand. <laughs> I think it's called an embryo. Uh, yeah, which for by feral child standards is actually quite small. <laughs> so, so strange. It's taking a dark I'm, turn. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. We are talking about the end I'm, of the world. I'm going to take a dark turn. I know, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, next year's going to be better. Gonna be better. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that in mind. I kind of imagine Australia like a huge wave would crash over and it would put all of these gigantic uh, sharks that are out there, great whites, like on land, and they would suddenly grow feet and be able to like eat everybody. That, I, uh, Just my my two cents. I mean, uh, that's a scenario I think that the emergency services prepare for. Right. See, I'm actually more concerned that if this massive wave washes over Australia, it's going to wash all of these feral children and Tasmanian devils into other countries. See so into the ocean yeah. and they show yeah. up at starts. Florida. Right, that's Where what I'm saying. Export yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, I think the, the land walking sharks are probably the most plausible scenario, <laughs> right, right, right. but I do see, I do I see, where, see you're where you're coming, coming from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got to be prepared for everything. I mean, we can't take anything off the table at this point. I mean, yeah. there's let's a assume. But, but I'll tell you what, let's focus our resources. <laughs> Yeah. On the most plausible scenario, the land walk. I assume yeah. California will receive a tidal wave full of feral children, Tasmanian devils, and large spiders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's quite possible. Yeah. Prepare yourself. Thereby ending California. 
All right, what do you have, Jesse? Well, speak, <laughs> speaking of demonic hell beast, um, <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> I have a slice about the opposite of that. Well, um, the opposite. I, I, are you I kidding? No, no, I'm just kidding. It, this is a demonic hell beast. Um, <laughs> it just happens to be trying to disarm. You know, let me back up. Let me back up. I was really nervous about the approach that I do, should do for this slice because I'm pretty sure at this point everyone is aware of this story. Yes. I mean, it was the biggest story in the world. It was Fiscal Cliff. Oh, 2012. Ikea right. Monkey. Fiscal, Fiscal Cliff, Ikea Monkey. So basically yeah. when they're doing the retrospect of the 2012 in review, it'll be like, you know, the stories that defined the year. Ikea Monkey. Yeah, I, I've thought about Barack three- Obama's re-election, unrest in the Middle East, the Arab Spring. Yeah, yeah but Ikea I, Monkey. But Ikea, Ikea Monkey is what they lead with. Right. Yeah. I think Barbara Walters is interviewing the Ikea Monkey. Yeah. I, I, I think Barbara about, Walters actually so, is softly- The right. Ikea Monkey will cry. Yeah. <laughs> and so will we as viewers. Um I thought about preemptively awarding the IKEA monkey the Oscars.biz Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> <laughs> just like, nice. you know, let's just throw the whole sure. the awards out the window because it's in the bag right now. Yeah. I mean, it just won. So, spoiler alert. Um, so, in case you didn't, you weren't aware of the story, in, um, in, Montre- in Toronto, uh, people are wandering around the IKEA store. Sure. And all of the, as as you want to do, uh, yeah, you know, looking around eating sweet meatballs. Because about ten minutes in, you're trapped, and you have to wander around for the next hour. And, and, yeah. and you're immediately thinking this was a massive mistake. <laughs> yeah, because you get deep into the bowels, and you realize there's no way out unless yeah. you just push through and exactly. continue forward. And all I've got is this little golf pencil to defend myself. <laughs> yeah, and I I know the parking lot here. It's going to be an hour to get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, do, you ever, do you ever walk against the arrows and then just the way people look at you? Yeah. Oh, no, no, you're going the wrong way, fella. Yeah. It's like, no, I will not be like crammed in by your arrows yeah, and direction. Have I, your painted arrows dictate my life. Yeah, <laughs> our, our Ikea, yeah. I, I had mastered the we, yeah, we back door cut through. I could get in and out in 15 minutes, you know, da da da. Just, you know, then they totally remodeled, remodeled, it. It. remodeled it, relayed it out a more complex pathway yeah. and closed up most of my uh, cut throughs. I, I probably they're like, some guy's been cutting through the They've been watching the videos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't go to Ikea. One guy has mastered it. The labyrinth must board. shift. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere David Bowie's standing there watching you in a crystal. <laughs> You think you're pretty clever, don't you, Cameron? As he's eating meatballs with toothpicks. I don't you go can't, to, You can't out with the Goblin King. I don't go to IKEA for two reasons. One, I hate assembling anything. Like Oh, you're it's, lazy. It's a chore. And you're chronically I'm, lazy. I'm chronically lazy and chronically bad at doing things that are masculine, like <laughs> assembling furniture or like a birdhouse or something. I just can't do it. I don't think I don't think okay. assembling a little IKEA uh, you know, side table with uh, with like little tiny do allen wrenches and okay, that's a- the thing. Eighteen year old girls do that in their college dorm rooms. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesse. on on no, no. The issue here I isn't anything masculine. The issue here is Jesse does not have the attention span to follow directions. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Let's not make this a, a gender issue. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Jesse issue. <laughs> you know, my therapist has said the, uh, very similar things. Um, <laughs> I always think when I get it, you know, I could probably make this a little bit better, a little bit more efficient, <laughs> a little lighter, maybe. Because I got to move it. I can drop it weight. You're dropping yeah, weight. Yeah. Does it need all those legs? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I can get it to stand on. I think it's up. I think it's up to me how many shelves this has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is sort of a choose-your-own-adventure of furniture. <laughs> furniture. Um, 
The, the other reason I don't go is because I don't play the mind games of some sick Swedish sociopath. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to walk their direction. I'm not going to assemble things like it was, quote unquote, designed to be made. <laughs> you know, I'm to not be eat safely their... used. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be safely, effectively, and affordably shipped and used. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Comrade. Yeah. 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 I'm heading over to the Lazy Boy store. <laughs> <laughs> they bring it to your house fully assembled. Yeah, yeah. And, and it has, you know, I want a chair with a cup holder and a refrigerator in the side, <laughs> Swedes. And I'd like it delivered with me sitting in it. <laughs> <laughs> when I test out the chair in the store, I don't want to, like, get up until it's in my home. <laughs> and then I'm not going to get up for a while. Yeah. Um, I forgot the slice. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> demonic hell beast. There we go. Um, Bring so, back. so you're wandering around in Ikea in, in, in Canada, and you see a tiny, like, six-inch-tall monkey wearing a, a immaculate fur tan coat. It's an awesome coat. It is a, it's a phenomenal coat. Mm-hmm. But what goes through your head right then? You're a customer. Okay, is so, this some so, sort of publicity stunt? So set this up again. How big is the monkey? It's it's about six inches tall. <laughs> six inches That's, tall. So a little it, tiny like spider monkey type it is thing. A, it, yeah, it is a tiny, tiny monkey. And, and it's wearing the, the, a little tiny coat. That engulfs it. The coat is tiny. It's like a it's like a doll coat, like an American girl doll coat. <laughs> okay. If there was like a grandmother American girl. <laughs> okay. Like uh, the, grand, the, the mother on Arrested Development, Lucille. Okay. Yeah. So, okay Something so like she would wear. Okay. It's so it's such a very stylish. Elegant. Tan, elegant coat. Mm. That's six inches tall. Engulfing the little monkey. It's cold outside, so it is the monkey Canada. was smart to wear, Toronto, yeah. to, yeah. to wear the coat. Yeah, it's a well-dressed monkey. And, and it's wander- <laughs> And you only know it's a monkey because you see its head. I mean, it could be, you know... A very small person. Yeah. Uh, 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 or an Australian feral child. Yeah. <laughs> easily, easily. <laughs> Washed ashore by the massive tidal yeah. wave. That just a happens very, to be elegantly dressed. Yeah, very elegant feral child. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, rich people have feral children, too. Oh, right. well, for home defense. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you feed them to the beast? Yeah. I come? feel like we're going to offend some feral children league or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, feral children don't have iPods. They can't. They, can't they have Zunes, it. though. It's like... It's like <laughs> 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 but they eat them, so... I don't think they're... It's like, it's like there's a few categories of people that are pretty uh, safe for us to, to mock. Like the Amish. Yeah. They're never going to hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and feral yeah. children, I would put them into that category, but you're right. They may have Zunes. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, they're usually right. using to crack open shells. <laughs> <laughs> Coconuts yeah. and such. Well, so, so you're wandering around Ikea, and you see this little monkey walking around that's wearing an immaculate, very elegant fur coat. What goes through your head right then? That's a nice coat. Yeah. That's what I, I was well, Thought I, number one. Uh, uh, yes. Ador- Christmas miracle. Ador- ador- yeah. <laughs> adorable. That was like cute. Yeah. yeah. I think I think a lot of people in that maze of a store just assume don't you know they're so focused on the confusion of course that they don't even think twice yeah, yeah why well, would no, I say yeah. I would actually think it was I mean I would think it was there on purpose like it was yeah. you know the store brought it in or it's for the children yeah. I wouldn't think that a customer brought it in I would think that it was officially allowed to or supposed to be an IKEA yeah. It was something. There was something going on today, I, and I, I just my first thought would be that guy's not going with the arrows. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let Bowie know about this. Um, <laughs> I would think it was Bowie. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It, it, it's a weird Bowie. Bowie mind. would wear that jacket. It, well, yeah. and he oh, can take, absolutely. He can take any form. Yeah, yeah. He can shift. Yeah. He's shape a shapeshifter, and, and I'm pretty. But confident. he always wears the same jacket, no matter what shape. He's in. <laughs> <laughs> but the jacket shrinks down caveat. with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the, it's well, he's got to stay warm. The jacket is what's magic. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I do assume that David Bowie has legions of, of pet monkeys. <laughs> okay, so you think it might be one of his minions. It's possible. Okay. Um, as it turns out, though, it was one of the, the, the customers, a shopper. It was her baby pet monkey who just happened to be wearing a coat because it was cold outside. And tiny monkeys are not indigenous to Toronto. Imagine. So, really? Yeah. So it needed the That's fur coat. Weird. I learned something yeah. today. <laughs> uh, so the monkey was left in the car. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> an intelligent, devious creature left behind the wheel of an automobile. Thank God the keys weren't in there. Okay? Because we would have never seen this monkey again until, until it was too late. Uh, <laughs> this would be a much more tragic story. It would, it would yeah. be the last thing you saw. Yeah. Is that a monkey? The apocalypse may have been averted because she didn't leave the keys in. But of course, the monkey easily got out of the car okay. and decided just to wander through the store. <laughs> As a monkey would do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, we're at IKEA. Yeah, uh, you know, I I'm got a really, I got a uh, hankering for some meatballs. I've been, <laughs> I've been yeah, meeting a, a new desk for yeah. my office. And my my books are scattered all over everywhere. <laughs> but I've only got twenty dollars. What will I do? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the monkey was uh, owned illegally. So mm. it has uh, been taken from its owner. The owner has been fined. Um, and now the the monkey is at a, a some some manner of sanctuary for monkeys and is reunited First with other monkeys. Yeah, downtown Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moral of the story: Don't own an illegal monkey in Canada, and do not leave it in an unlocked car. Yeah, that's true. So what's what's the update? I mean, we all saw the picture. Yeah. A few days ago, so now they have located the owner. They have they have located the owner. And uh, it has been taken, and it, they oh, are no. now locked in a okay. custody battle to see where Darwin the monkey will eventually end up. Darwin, they named it Darwin. They named it Darwin. Yeah. So did the did he get to keep the coat in his sanctuary, <laughs> like around the other monkeys? I can only assume. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's the leader now. Yeah, he's, the the kind of he's de facto yeah. leader monkey. of the monkey army. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is smart enough to you know operate human vehicles and mm -hmm. machinery. Yeah. And yeah. It's like whatever our stores. Whatever rigid social structure we've set up as monkeys, <laughs> that guy's got a coat. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. he was possibly infiltrating our IKEA to understand and plot against the humans. That's you know. accurate. <clears throat> so he should be the leader. Hmm. Yeah. He has the most surveillance. Yeah. Yeah. And December 21st is right around the corner. Yeah. So yeah. apocalypse may have been averted or it may have just got ramped up. We yeah. don't know. Or emboldened. Yeah. Yeah. Slight, slightly delayed yeah. at best. So right. next year will be better. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maya, what do you have? Um, I've actually got some Australian news, too. Ooh, excellent. A little something that can help you out, um, Adam. Um, so everyone remembers when the new iPhone came out and they updated all the update, the maps weren't working well. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they've been slowly fixing those. Fixing it. I they, learned just this week they moved the Washington Monument back across the street where it's supposed to be. That's mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's good. The Auckland Airport at the moment is in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so apparently there's some quite a few uh, map glitches over in Australia. And if you punch in that you'd like to go from Melbourne to Mildura, um, you will end up in a um, stuck in a snake infested desert corner of the country where where it's very likely that you could stay for hours to days because not many people come around there. Well, well, if your car broke down. If you're, yeah, well, like they when get your stuck car breaks when down. your car breaks down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When is there any part of the country that isn't snake infested? <laughs> no, but not say. all of them are desert. Okay. Areas uh, that are also snake infested. Some of them are so. urban. 
Yeah, well, well, some most snakes wear coats. Are urban. Yeah. yeah, if you see a snake with a coat, you know it's probably a more urban snake. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're saying that at least six uh, vehicles have been stuck in the desert here. That is, it, that has lots of snakes around there, and um, they've contacted Apple. Apparently, the guy that made the new mapping he system, he totally got canned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, well, the thing so is, people is, have actually been led astray by this yeah but you know when they fired him though it's he still hasn't left the building because they went to show him the door Stop. and he's just <laughs> still like wait no it's over Wondering. wait where is it? it's, over, it's over there no 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 you're getting out of here yeah. fella come on you know i feel bad i actually i mean this is a huge snafu but i feel bad that apple's taking the you know the blame for all this because it's actually the gps that their licensing is tom tom so every you know tom tom gps that people have been buying for 10 years it's that mapping system. Yeah, so TomToms have been this faulty for a decade yes, and nobody said a word yes, about it. I, I have a TomTom in my car and it is constantly trying to direct me down one-way streets into oncoming traffic. Seriously? Constantly. Well, well Apple you. Maps is the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, yeah. you know, maybe maybe Apple should have done a little more research and, you know, licensed a different. Yeah, mm-hmm. like maybe they should have tried to find one satisfied TomTom <laughs> customer. <laughs> <laughs> So they're say they're still trying to fix it, but there's a chance you could end up in the desert with snakes, possibly feral, feral children, <laughs> Most large likely spiders. Feral children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So don't use don't Apple use Maps that. or Tom Toms and yeah. moral of the story. Yeah, the thing that's incredible to me is it's not just like you know, kind of a, a philosophical idea, you know, point that okay, you could end up in the desert, but that people actually have. Yeah, they're you like know. you shouldn't so blindly follow it like i guess that's what surprises me yeah. is, you know <laughs> that you don't look around like this doesn't look like mildura yeah you know? <laughs> mildura sounds like a magical land from the hobbit mm-hmm. <laughs> actually is. mildura is uh, is probably a, an arid climate surrounded by snakes so oh I, you probably could easily mistake it everybody have calvin the title of my slice is the world's longest word amenamanapia Mm-hmm. It's a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> this this word is made up of a hundred and eighty nine thousand letters. You couldn't even tweet it. Hundred eighty nine thousand. No, hundred eighty nine thousand letters. It takes over three and a half hours to say. No, it, it's what not it, real. What it is is it's well, the word it. is a uh, <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> the word well. is uh, the name of a protein, and when you you name a protein, you constantly you you're basically saying all the different pieces of the protein and you have to see say each one and it just happens to be this protein that's made up of all these things it's it's like located chicken, in, like, like a chicken cow sure yeah. it's like in uh it's in your muscle fibers <laughs> yeah. and it's an actual protein it's turducken yeah exactly think of it as a as a protein form <laughs> of turducken see it's, that's yeah. why that's why scientists turducken is a protein yeah. It's all meat. It's pure protein. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Turducken is protein in its purest form. <laughs> it's basically Pure steroids. The, you know? the scientific name for turducken is about 150,000 letters. Yeah. <laughs> but, so it's a shy. But this yeah. is why scientists invented text speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, like, the beginning of the word starts with methione and it ends with something like lucid. So it's meth. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty much it's, it's a long word for meth. Do, does it actually print it out on. In the news article, does it? Print it does, and I actually word? have it, it. Does not. I have it in my phone here too, um, and it's this is a visual moment for this your will, listeners. This will be great for people uh, at home. Oh yeah, it's going to make me download the remaining 137 
uh, kilobytes on my phone to see the word. <laughs> For some, I, I don't think this is plausible, but I, I'm picturing whatever like uh, you know news services is. They have some like archaic content management system that doesn't allow for copy and paste. And they're like, "Sorry, man, you just got to copy <laughs> you it." Just so have to type it out. <laughs> hey, we need that story by this afternoon. So get <laughs> to get working on it. Yeah. So they posted a video. I, don't, I put in. I put in a ticket with IT. We're gonna try to get copy and paste, but. <laughs> Someone posted a video uh, of themselves, a guy uh, named Dimitri, uh, probably Russian, reading the word. <laughs> Could have been I'm, Latvian. No, I'm pretty sure he is. Could have been Latvian. Could have been um, Czech. Wait, it's a video of someone pronouncing the it's word. It's a video for of three someone and a half hours. pronouncing the word, reading the word out, and it takes about three and a half hours for him to do it. It's it's terrible. And you could tell that it's spliced from a couple edits because it wasn't a single sitting because you, oh, you see his facial hair growing and the plant <laughs> on his desk die <laughs> by the end of the video. But the whole thing, um, so and he's bad at reading the video, so it's not really entertaining. But it got me thinking. Of course it did. Of what would make this word interesting to hear you know, if it was read and if it, maybe a popular celebrity with a very mm. specific voice read mm-hmm. the word to you. And uh, so it made me think of the top five <laughs> celebrity voices that I'd be okay with listening to for over three hours to read the world's Can I make one longest guess? word. Can I make one Walken. guess? Yes. Christopher Walken, is he on the list? Don't jump the gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I immediately know who I want to hear read it. But, okay. But I'd, I'd like to hear yours. Well, let's, let's, let's dig in. <laughs> Number five, Penelope Cruz. Mm. Yeah. Hear me out, no. okay. because that would just be adorable. Confusing. <laughs> it's already confusing. How would, how, how would it go? Adorable. How would it sound? Uh, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're, you we're waiting. Some dangerous territory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I could do it. I don't think anyone would want to hear me try. Number four is Christopher Walken, mm. of course. And I and of course this you comes with the stipulation in- that you know that his version of the word would take about nine hours and seventeen minutes to yeah. read. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, it's entertaining for, it the, is, for yeah. the How would Christopher Walken say it? It's manic. Well, it, it, I, th- I feel like he would say um a lot in between the word. Like, I mean, the rest of it, you can't pronounce it. I mean, I, I love try reading time. it. <laughs> but uh, I feel he would do that like uh, <laughs> type of thing in between it too. So you're talking about a day or two. Uh, number three, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh. Oh. Inter- actually, interesting fact. I think he made up the word. Yeah, he actually <laughs> so. has been saying the word for <laughs> right. the last thirty years. <laughs> yeah. He's been trying to get it out. So, out of respect for the or- you know the origin of the word, I'd like to hear him hear his version. Number two is actually a tie mm. between Sean Connery and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> to I think to hear them battle it out. Well, it's a protein, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like testosterone. I mean, that is Sylvester yeah. Stallone right there. Yeah. Stallone. That, that's vocal. Their their voices are vocal protein. Mm. Yeah, you know? Ooh, that'd be a good band name. Yeah. Vocal protein. <laughs> vocal protein. Gross. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe not. No. <laughs> maybe we should never talk about it again. <laughs> and the number one voice that I would be okay with listening to for over three hours to read the world's longest word. Morgan Freeman. Definitely. Oh, of anyone. Course. anyone. And then after that, I would have some milk and cookies, and I would sleep comfortably for eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think of any, like, like worst ones? Like, like for example, yeah. I wouldn't want to listen Gilbert to Di- Diane Reem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rosie, Rosie Perez. Oh, oh, yeah. Fran, Fran Drescher. Yeah. <laughs> no, you would want to hear that? No, 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 no. these yeah, are the worst yeah. ones. The worst ones. Yeah. Worse. I would want to hear Michael Caine. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 I've always wished Michael. that I had a voice modulator that made me sound like Michael Caine. That would be amazing. Yeah. 
I think a, a bad one of the worst voices would be Edward Furlong from Terminator Two. <laughs> <laughs> that like awkward that era terrible. Edward Fur- that era, Furlong that yeah. specific era. I, I think Christian Bale's Batman. Oh oh yeah, it's Batman. Microtic, probing, methionolovin. And then sometimes he just screams. (laughs) (laughs) Vocal protein. (laughs) Where are you hiding the vocal protein? (laughs) All right, well, that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Love Drug. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let her receive her king. You're listening to Andrew Rip. The song is Joy to the World. Andrew is of the Jack the Ripper lineage. Did you know that? No. It's nice that he's... Not Jack Reacher. No, No. Jack the Ripper. Mm. It's nice that he's taking back the Ripper name. Not for real. I believe everything you say. (laughs) I think you're so wise. It's the basis of our marriage. I appreciate you for that. <laughs> when you said that you're listening to Andrew Rip, I thought you were using like Rip as a verb, like shredding his guitar. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like this guy named Andrew is totally ripped on the song. Have you listened to the song? Oh. Have you heard like Andrew it, Rip? Oh. It, it, in a Shreds world where it. people still say Rip. Right. <laughs> like Jesse and the Rippers. Right. John Stamos' uh, band. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. You kind of look like him. I've always wanted to start like a band that's called Jesse and the Rippers. You know, I think in that episode he came down on a zip line. Oh. Mm. You can look it up on YouTube. John Stamos is shockingly turned him like, like turned himself into like not a parody. You know, like Dave Coulier and whatever, like gonna always be defined by Full House. John Stamos has moved on. John a Stamos is ageless, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like he's like women today still adore him like they adored him in 1992. Yeah, he's yeah. in those. Um, Greek yogurt commercials yeah. where if you eat the Greek yogurt all the guys in front of you will turn into uh, John Stamos what hmm. yeah. I don't know if and I would want that which, like which yogurt is this <laughs> 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 oh it's, to, it's saying to the woman if you eat, eat this Greek yogurt all the men you see will look like John Stamos yes. he's a spoke obviously a so spoke then you're, you, you could fall for a man who in real life is a complete loser. You could fall for Dave Coulier yeah. thinking then, you're getting Stamos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. hear that maybe you have like a dairy allergy, so you have to stop eating the yogurt, right. and then all of a sudden you wake up next to Dave Coulier. So basically yeah. they're marketing yogurt as beer goggles. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But 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 the only thing the only reflection of those goggles is John St- is John his current Stamos. day John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yogurt by Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. Is that all he's doing, by the way? Is yogurt commercials? No, he's, 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 he's got a lot of cameos stuff on the boy. in uh, Entourage, <laughs> the final season of Entourage. Got, he had a, if there's one man that's got a lot of irons in the fire, yeah. it's Stamos. He's got some stuff in the hopper, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Stamos is running this country. We, we, he was, uh, he was up for the role of Jack Reacher, but he was, uh, <laughs> he was too he was tall. Too normally too heighted. Tall. Yeah. Yeah. Too tall. Too tall. Yeah. Um, Love Drug is a rock band from Ohio that formed all the way back in 2001. They've released 10 EPs and four full-length albums, including Wild Blood, which released this past year. Lead singer and guitarist Michael Shepard and guitarist and background vocalist Jeremy Gifford came through our studios and recorded two songs. Videos of the performances here from the Relevant Studios will be available on the podcast episode page and on our YouTube channel. Performing Wild Blood, here is Love Drug. 
That was Love Drug. Check them out at lovedrugmusic.com. listening to the killers the song is don't shoot me santa okay so this is a little midstream edit here's here's what here's what's going down listeners as we alluded to in the opener this this show is going to have the next installment of uh, rambo of the bi-week bi-month quarter 
Um, and uh, Adam actually decided to bring us a, 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 a surprise segment instead of Rambo. We recorded said segment, and we decided to hold on to it. <laughs> We're going to run it in a future, future episode. Here's why. Because this show, already incredibly long. Yeah. And and the last thing we need is is more length. Calvin's already fallen asleep twice. Yep. He's uh, yeah right now. So anyway, so uh, we we decided to to keep it in the can, and we'll play it probably in January. You know, it, it builds anticipation. It's what's called showmanship. So uh, that's just wise broadcasting. So we're gonna do things a little bit different than we usually do. We just heard Love Drug, and right now we're gonna hear Love Drug again. We're gonna hear their second song that they performed for us in the studio, and then after that we have an epic feedback segment with a surprise so you're going to want to stay tuned for that but first right now in our studio performing girl here's love drug nashville to new york sea ohio and everything we can do Desires known us well Living dreams is living hell But they have brought us through the tons I want to light myself on fire I spent 30 years not knowing you Can't afford to waste my time running around the world when all I know is you're my girl. You're my cool shores and western stars. Where we live ain't who we are when there's a mountain. If I had an aeroplane, I'd fly around in the morning rain just to find your shooting star. I wanna light myself on fire. I spent 30 years not knowing you. time running round the world oh running round the world when all I know is you're my girl Troubles, you do love mine. 
That was Love Drug. Make sure to check out these videos. They're not only going to be on the podcast episode page and on our YouTube channel, but we're also going to be posting them over at the relevant Facebook page. Check them out. Oh, come thou day spring, come and cheer Our spirits by thine advent here Disperse the gloomy clouds of night Shadow You're listening to the Robbie C band, fronted by Robbie C. Uh, the song is O Come O Come Emmanuel, but you already knew that. All right, it's time for our feedback segment, but before we jump in, uh, a couple housekeeping notes. Number one, we got a package. Oh, yeah. And can, can I just say that this is a terrifyingly wrapped package? Yeah, like, there's an inordinate amount of tape. I'm going to... I'm gonna. It's, it's not ticking, is it? It's from Canada. I'm going <laughs> to take a picture of it. Oh, yeah, they don't like us very much. Oh, it's, there's the monkey in there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the coat. No wonder he needed all the tape. Springs yeah. out. Ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's like completely covered in tape. I mean, not they didn't tape the seams; they taped the entire package. The it's, tape job is of, a, of a, is of a madman. It's almost like daring customs to open you. You know, it's like <laughs> it, it it looks like a monkey taped it. Yeah, there's like wires protruding out of the tape. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna open it. It's a gift, or or we don't know. It's 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 something from Jason and Aliyah Rajir in Vernon, British Columbia, Canada. Don't trust them already. Mm-hmm. It's a box of uh, oh, saltines, yeah, premium plus saltines. <laughs> nice. Just what you want people who are recording very close with, to microphones with, to have. <laughs> well, with with the French description of them on the packaging, <laughs> as as legally required. Right. Okay. A Got a letter here. Oh. Merry Christmas from Canada. They uh, put a little Canadian pin on nice. the corner. Okay. Nice. Uh, first off, we know Canadians aren't your favorite neighbors. <laughs> with like, they put they put extra U's and letters in the, that word because that's how you spell it. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd we like spell to, it the American way. Adam. And it says, and we'd like to apologize for that. Sorry, eh? Uh, we're longtime subscribers and listeners. We wanted to give you all some Christmas presents, so we made you some toques. Not that you need them for your twenty degree winter. Actually, I think they're referring to Celsius twenty degrees, which would yeah, be warm. No idea because if we had a twenty degree right. winter, that'd be, that'd be terribly yeah. cold. That, that, that would actually be a, we need a, a toque worthy. Yeah. Yeah, winter. By, yeah. by point of reference, it's probably about twenty eight today. Hmm. Um, so, and uh, and also sent some <laughs> uh, maple syrup cookies. Ooh! Ooh. Nice. So uh, they 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 gave us. Oh, they made toques for each of us. So Cameron, I have a blue and black toque, magic colors, mm-hmm. and they nice. spelled colors wrong. Again, right. Um, <laughs> Maya got a pink toque. Calvin a blue toque. Uh, Chad a green toque, and Jesse a monkey toque. All right. Uh, so no one loves. <laughs> Here's the maple. Hey, you got the maple. The maple syrup cookies, crackers. That's that's like. Uh, Remember when you used to eat like Quebec anything people would syrup. send us, Adam? Yes, you'd uh, eat anything. Yeah, except Mr. the one thing the one thing I would not eat was uh, squid jerky. <laughs> yeah. I remember Missing out. <laughs> Missing out. Wow. Oh, you really do have a monkey. Oh, ear. look at that. It's got <laughs> monkey ears. <laughs> you know what you need with that is this, a coat. Great. Did they actually make these? Yeah, they made them. This made is them. a phenomenal gift. This is this really is nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need to take a picture and, and uh, put it on the podcast episode Yeah, page. thanks. 
<laughs> you can take the picture. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> and you get Jack Adam can take well, what, the picture what, for Karen, us. Karen, what are their names? Uh, Jason and Aaliyah Regier. Uh, Jason and Aaliyah, you have you personally changed my opinion of the nation of Canada. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. This Very is nice. phenomenal too. <laughs> I actually look had. How big yours is? You kind of look yeah. like. Well, it's because hey, I have my ear, my headphones on. Uh, you, well, you look like you're Jamaican and you have like dreads on there. It'll shrink to size. See, I actually had a really, I had a really favorable impression of Canada until now. No, that's how I wear it. Keep your upper cheeks. Warm. Yeah. Okay. Not your ears. Not my ears. Okay. <laughs> I don't need Cal- them. Calvin has very cold cheeks. Like that Star Wars thing, or is it Star Wars or what yeah. is it? I don't know. What are you talking about? Yeah, Princess Leia. He looks the- like Curious George. Is what he looks like. <laughs> or it's, Shrek. This is like I said. It's just a, there's only one word to describe. It's phenomenal. We need phenomenal to go too. to the Orlando IKEA and recreate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the moment. You can just we put need a really nice jacket? <laughs> yeah. I, I need a very elegant jacket, <laughs> and I can just wander around. Well, the mall's in right IKEA. there. We buy it. Yeah. Yeah. We t- return it afterwards. Thank you very much, uh, awesome. Jason. Oh yeah, and there, and that's right. There you go. Kind of like a football helmet now. An old timey leather head. <laughs> That's awesome. Listen up here. I'm going to hit you hard. Bullet <laughs> style. Bullet. <laughs> Can you tie them at the bottom, please? Oh, yes. <laughs> I think this what it's for. These are awesome. I really love it. All right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm tuking <laughs> about. Hey. Hey. I have to give my toque back for that, don't I? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then part two, uh, <laughs> pr- before we get into our feedback, is when I was looking at feedback, I was watching the the Twitter account this week. <laughs> I We're saw, all wearing our hats. <laughs> I saw, well, you made me. It's cold I, in here. I saw, um, yeah, according to the Australian, it's cold in here. Um, I saw Kentucky, one of our podcast <laughs> listeners, Brandon Harvey, uh, uh, tweeting. Uh-huh. And uh, Brandon, you know, he's, he answered the feedback question or something like that. And, and, and then I, I follow him on Twitter, too, because he's written in a number of times. And he hit me up one time. He sat. He had really good seats at a Blazers game. And he was like, hey, I feel like Cameron Strang, you know. And so he mm. tweeted. And so I saw that, you know. Anyway, Sunday night, he also, again, got, he was given really great seats at a Blazers game. And he was on the second row. Oh, wow. And he started tweeting about the experience. He says, the first tweet was, I'm sitting behind the bench at a Trail Blazers game. And I'm 90% positive that I'm sitting next to Rihanna. What do I do? Hashtag Rihanna Crisis 2012. <laughs> she said directly next to Rihanna. Directly next to Rihanna. And so, and then he says, it appears this girl does have an umbrella. Ella. <laughs> uh, Ella. Uh, Rihanna uh, Crisis 2012. Uh, okay. I think next he was, tweet. He was texting. The music Calvin's has stopped music. a number of times, and Rihanna has yet to say, please, please don't, don't stop, stop the music. The music. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Rihanna, <laughs> Rihanna Crisis 2012. Um, his next is week. this is this person a professional comedian? No, and then he says, <laughs> and then he, me and Rihanna at the Blazers game, and he posted this picture, which we'll put on the podcast episode page mm-hmm. that he snuck with his iPhone. Which which one? Which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> the, the goofy white guy. They're, they're both Rihanna. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and he tweeted that, and, and it hashtag Rihanna Crisis twenty twelve, and he didn't know what to do, what to say, and so uh, turns out, in subsequent replies to people. The girl sitting next to him, Rihanna, saw him take that picture, Mm -hmm. which then forced him to have to talk to her. I thought the thing that we should do, because many of us have been in that situation where we've seen a celebrity snuck a picture. Mm. Few of us have gotten caught the way Brandon got caught. I thought what we should do is get Brandon on the line and ask Mm. him what happened next. On the skyline. When he snuck a picture of Rihanna at a Blazers game. And... um, 
we are going to call him on the audible.com line <laughs> since Jesse's here in the studio with us. Um, I'm glad it can be put to good use. Hello, hello. Uh, Brandon Harvey. This, How is it going? This is Cameron oh. and, and the and the crew from the Relevant Podcast. Hey. We oh, he's on you. Skype. We wow, can wow, see you. Video. Wow, is, weird. Is that Rihanna right behind you? Yes, it is actually. It is. Yeah. Um, okay. So I just, I just offline, I just told everybody here in the room and also all the listeners about Rihanna Crisis 2012. I brought them up to the moment in the story where you at the Blazers game snuck the picture of you and Rihanna sitting next to you. Then I assume she saw you take that picture. What we wanted to do is jump into the story there. Tell us what happened next. So um, we were playing it really cool. I was there with my friend Stephanie, and um, we acted like we were taking a picture next to each other. Um, and so she like held the phone because she was sitting uh, next to me, and Rihanna was on my other side. And um, so she was holding the phone out and like taking a picture of us. And oh, Rihanna's accidentally in it. Right. And that's um, a good move. R- r- real quick, yeah. Brandon, we saw the picture, yeah. and I think it was. Better executed in your mind, <laughs> <laughs> because it looked it looked I were real talk, <laughs> you know. It, it was, was it was it was not a good move. It, because if I'm could, at a basketball game, I want to get the court in the background, not like random strangers. You know, I, I don't know. I, real, I'm just, real quick, real quick. So so speaking of taking pictures of celebrities, this week who was the girl Tilapia or whatever on Boy Meets World? What's her name? Topanga. Uh, Topanga. 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 The delicious fish yeah. from the from the Pacific Northwest. Um, it doesn't taste fishy. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. that's a great thing about it. So Tilapia was tweeting. <laughs> Vocal uh, you know, now as her whatever her real name is, I, I for some reason I follow her on Twitter, and she uh, <laughs> she posted a blog post entitled "Fans," mm. and I'm like, well, I want to know, I want to know what's what going manner down. of people take pictures with Topanga. So what? So what she talked about? So her whole blog post said. Listen, if you see me on the tw- on the street, come up and say hi. If you if you want to take Please. a picture, I'm glad to Yeah, right? <laughs> she said I'm always glad to I take a picture. I haven't I haven't been in anything notable in all, in over a decade. Please And say. I didn't get cast yeah. in the Boy Me World and, reunion. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it would actually be nice if you if you've got a so. few dollars you could spare. <laughs> yeah. So so she says, "Come up and say hi. I'm glad to take a picture of you always." She said, "In the in the in the last 15 years, I've only ever said no to a fan picture twice. Once was when I was leaving a funeral mm-hmm. and once when I was uh, at 4:30 a.m. leaving the gym." You know, and, 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 and she said, but, but this week I was at a restaurant and I was there with my fiance and we were at a barbecue joint and I was, and I was eating my barbecue chicken and I was enjoying it. It was all over my face, mm-hmm. whatever. And the guy in the booth behind my fiance kind of knew that it was me and held up his phone uh, in front of him to kind of, and then turn the camera around backwards to kind of quote unquote, take a picture of himself. But I could uh, see that he was angling to take a picture of me. Wait, are you still Topanga? I'm Topanga. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> and so, and so she's like, I did. Did would... she order tilapia? At so, <laughs> so then she's like, I, I, I hid myself behind my fiance's head so I could quickly clean my face off, you know, and he, the guy kept maneuvering and moving the camera around to take a picture of me with barbecue sauce all over my face. Mm. And so she's, after she cleaned her face off, she went over to his table and said, Excuse me, would you like to take a picture? And he's like, oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I wasn't taking a picture. I just wasn't sure if it was you or not. So I was just kind of trying to see in the screen, you know, if it was Using really the you. Google goggles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> New app. Yeah. New app. Yeah. yeah. So, so she search. was saying, she wrote this whole blog post about, listen, 
I don't know how coy y'all think you are with your iPhones. We know that phones have cameras and mm-hmm. you don't hold phones out in front of you when I'm in. So it's like we know you're taking a picture. Just come up and talk to us and take a picture and ask us. So it was a letter to fans saying, if you see me in public, don't mm-hmm. try to snap a secret shot because we know what you're doing. And, and you and, could see in Brandon's photo that Rihanna yeah. was like looking uh, right yeah, so that, at the camera. That being said. Yeah, Brandon, I'm I'm assuming that there is some massive fallout. Yeah, well, especially the, the the celebrity spectrum of a girl who was on a sitcom in the mid '90s that was moderately successful yeah, to yeah. Rihanna. Yeah, <laughs> probably at the moment the best selling female pop artist in the world. You know, so so here's the thing. So Brandon's tweets over the course of the evening were Rihanna Crisis 2012. I think I'm sitting next to Rihanna. Hmm. I uh-huh. think, and so then he tweets the picture. Is and this then, going to have a Shyamalan like twist? And then, Brandon, <laughs> tell us what happened. It blew up. Everybody, I was getting phone calls, I was getting texts, I was getting tweets, uh, Facebook updates. People were like, "It's Rihanna," and other people were like, "No, it's not." And then people started like making up stuff, and that started getting really confusing. They're like, "I just saw a tweet. She's in Portland for the weekend," uh-huh. um, and like, "I just saw a tweet." Um, she loves basketball, like, I don't know, whatever. Um, but, um, yeah, so I was just updating people on um, possible theories of the fact that she wasn't the only girl in the room. You know, I wasn't sure because she has that song where she's like, make me feel like I'm the only girl in the room. You but know she quite the a girl, few so. Rihanna tunes, I was going to say, way. this is getting... <laughs> quite a few. <laughs> don't take this the wrong way, Brandon. <laughs> Did this story end with you having a restraining order? <laughs> <laughs> so let, let me let me preface it with this. Let me ask you this. Have you ever made a collage of Rihanna's face <laughs> out of other photos of her face? Have <laughs> you ever written Rihanna a letter comprised of other tiny letters cut out from magazines <laughs> with hot glue while you're wearing like latex gloves? Yeah, with with some of your fingernails included. <laughs> Well, Brandon, uh, we actually have Rihanna right here in the studio with us. Uh, so, so she's not happy about it. So, so, so she saw you taking the picture, and I assume that forced you to have to interact with her. What happened? No, I, I maybe I was too cowardly. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but I just made the assumption. Oh, she'll think I'm just being dumb, and I just kind of ignored it. I played it off, and um, I didn't even look over at her. I didn't even try to see what her reaction was. Um, but I knew at that moment that she had seen me take the picture. Sure, of course. As as Topinga told us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You always right. know. So you had Topinga it, always knows. At that point, you had an in. You, you, you had confirmed via other people letting you know that it was, in fact, Rihanna. Well, here, here's my hesitation on okay. your quick affirmation. Because I would have been like, I, I'm going like this. I'm Rihanna. Maybe I'm in Portland for a day or two. Let's start humming mm-hmm. our songs. All of a sudden, <laughs> I'm thinking, Rihanna's not sitting on the second row at a Blazers game. You know what I'm saying? She's not on the second row. Mm. You think Rihanna, she's courtside? There are no celebrities anywhere near the level of Rihanna in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> I've been to enough Magic games to know if Lil Wayne shows up, they kick rich white people out of their courtside seats to give it to Lil Wayne. If Rihanna's <laughs> at a Blazers game, she's not sitting on the second row. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is my That's major question mark yeah. to your... See, I think it's completely... For, However, sounds right. I, I understand that you're nervous to turn around and talk to her, but my in when things like that happen, you know, whenever I, I see someone who I think might be a very high-profile female celebrity is I break the ice, you know, because it's awkward to say, are you Rihanna? You know, So I always... 
uh, break the ice by saying, excuse me, are you George Went from Cheers? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, no, I'm no, Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah, actually, I'm Rihanna. Oh, oh, my That's mistake. Where yeah, I, my yeah. mistake. That's where I I knew I knew you, you from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. as the as the night, what quarter did this take place in? Like, what, at what it, point in the basketball game are we talking? Okay, so I think it was just after halftime when I decided to take the photo. I I had gone upstairs, I'd gotten a snack, came back down, and I was like, this girl still looks like Rihanna. (laughs) It has been been halftime, and she, in fact, has not changed her appearance. Another clue. Question number two, you're on the second row. Why did you have to go up to the mezzanine to get snacks? Why weren't you ushered into the uh, second row lounge? He wanted to get the tilapia, and they only have it up up (laughs) upstairs. Exactly. I was actually in, my roommate works for the Trailblazers, and so I was technically in a player's seats or a player's family seats. Uh, Does that so, change your theory? Um, everybody else around me has got these yeah. cool passes where they get free stuff right. and I'm sitting there and I don't have a little name tag so uh, I don't get any free stuff. Okay. But, but the bottom line is the, the, the picture was taken after half which means what potentially was the, what you was had the score? two quarters of awkward. What was the score? Yeah, what was the score? You paid attention to this game Yeah, that's all? what I'm saying. Like, Have you paid attention at all to any moment of the game? I was only concerned about Rihanna. I can tell you everything about her. Good, I, good. Page, I, I was just worried about, about her well-being. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crazy. How, making oh, sure no yeah. weirdos bother just, her. Are you comfortable? <laughs> are you cold? Would you like my jacket? <laughs> do you have everything? I have you a fancy can jacket. I bring, do you want I some peanuts? I have some extra peanuts. So, so yeah, I looked up all of her favorite snacks, and yeah. I was just buying them for her just <laughs> in case she wanted. <laughs> just tossing How's your blood sugar? Hey, I have some extra Reese's Pieces here. Would you like some? Yeah, sure. That's brilliant. That's how you catch an ET. Nobody has extra. Reese's Pieces camera. Okay. Don't even share those with Rihanna. It's not happening. All right. So okay. So it's just after halftime. You come back. The you you confirm. You reconfirm. Yep. She still looks like Rihanna. Mm -hmm. What happens? Um. So we sneak the picture. Um. And maybe there's like four or five different photos, and we pick Mm -hmm. the best one where she looks most Rihanna-esque. You know, I want to capture her in her full beauty. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so um, I throw it on the internet and um, I'm just getting wild confirmations. Like, it's Rihanna. We know it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I got one response from a friend and he said, confidently say something to her. You'll never regret it. And I was like, okay, that's true. I need to do what this. What could possibly go wrong? Right. <laughs> exactly. well, so it didn't concern you at all that Rihanna, who's been all over the media lately because of her new album, uh, she's on the cover of magazines right now, it didn't bother you at all that she has a, a, a very, very short haircut, almost shaved sides, longer on the mm-hmm. top, and the girl sitting next to you had like a shoulder length, normal suburban do it, it didn't be, concern well, you at all it could be a way i had a theory exist. about that actually okay. so um in so i was sitting on her left side right. but on her right side you can't see in the photo she does have the partly shaved head oh. it's pretty in style in portland so it's right flopped now. over on the Normal. left oh. but yeah so all the hair goes over to the left okay and then she's got that little bald part exposed um, and so I was like, okay, maybe this is a uh, wig. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> extensions, sure. Mm-hmm. Extensions, yeah. yeah. I was like, there's there's all kinds sure, of okay. I'm with you. ideas, possibilities. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, she she continued to look like Rihanna up to this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, so, just so we're clear. She's still Maybe looking like Rihanna? At no point did she shape shift into looking yeah. like Roseanne Barr. Or so, George Went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what got weird is like all the players on the court started to look like Rihanna also. <laughs> and Brandon started to realize he might be going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the game continues. Um, at one point, I kind of bump into her a little bit while I'm shuffling. 
um, to like put my coat under my seat or something. And um, I say, oh, sorry. Um, and that was the only interaction I had with her for about 20 minutes, you know? Okay. Oh, and sorry. That was oh, your sorry. confident, yeah. say something to her confidently. Yeah. You said, I apologize. Right. Yeah, exactly. I was really sorry. I was confident that I was sorry. So I felt like <laughs> it was definitely your mistake. Own the sorriness. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It was not her mistake. So um, the game is coming to an end, and I'm like, I've got to say something. But at that point, I'm like, okay, um, I might as well wait it out till the end of the game so that I don't have that awkward situation where I talk to her and then we're sitting there for like 10 minutes. You know, because all I'm thinking about is Rihanna. There's no chance I'm paying attention to the game. Yeah. I don't want to just kind of soak in my failure. So, <laughs> so my potential failure for about 10 more minutes, the game ends um, and everybody's standing up and she's just sitting there because, um, you know, maybe she's hanging out. Maybe she's going to go like into the locker room after the game. Maybe she's hanging out waiting for some players to come out. I'm not sure. Um, but I stand up, confidently look her in the eyes, and I say, has anybody ever told you that you look like Rihanna? She goes, yeah, actually, I get that all the time. And I said, are you Rihanna? <laughs> you know, because Rihanna probably gets that all the time. Sure, you know, she I that she plays it off that she just looks like Rihanna, yeah. so people don't talk. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and she so says, good follow-up question, yeah. by the way. Good yeah. journalistic yeah. instinct. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. Thank you. Uh, you guys want to hire me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go overboard here, pal. <laughs> we're we're, we're actually, losing the connection. We're losing the connection. We're impressed. <laughs> we're impressed. I, th I, th I think they're going through a tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have been trying to track down Rihanna for a cover story. So. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Brandon's this is got guys, in. Got a photo for it and everything. <laughs> yeah. that, when Cameron saw that photo that like he showed cover. us before this, he said, that's a cover right there. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Go ahead and send this to design. Mock this up, guys. Of a, of, of a really excited, goofy white guy face covering covering the whole shot and then a little tiny sliver of a girl who looks like Rihanna. Yeah. Okay, that's a cover right there. All right, so, okay, so are you Rihanna? We're waiting with bated breath. She looks me in the eyes and she says, "No." Oh, oh, oh what's it? Oh, who was it? So I respond to her, I say, "Hey, my name's Brandon. It's really nice to meet you." And she says, "Hi, I'm Candace." Mm. Candace. Oh. Candace. So Candace so, knows that you're taking pictures of her because you think she's Rihanna. Yeah, I know. Lost. But so um, I go on to find out. So my roommate who works for the Blazers actually. Um, ended up escorting her in, um, and it turns out that she is the girlfriend of one of the players on the team. Mm. Mm. So, so, not still Rihanna, a, but still, still a pretty special a person. NBA player's girlfriend. That's uh, kind of a, play, a player who looks slightly like Chris Brown. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And they spend their Halloweens dressing up as Rihanna and Chris Brown. Yeah, sure. Man, that's that's such a letdown. What were I, you? I was really disappointed, but she was actually incredibly sweet. She said, Brandon, you are so sweet. It is so nice to meet you. I was like, Aww. Aww. She said, I would leave my NBA player boyfriend for you, Brandon. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if you worked at Relevant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my stipulation. I'm counting on you guys. <laughs> well, I've, I've, uh, I've uh, many times seen uh, pseudo celebrities around and, and tried to sneak the pictures on the, on the phone. I got the Lee Corso shot in the Starbucks where he had the box of meat in his lap. Mm -hmm. uh, I got the uh, I got the Stan Van Gundy lunching with JJ Reddick recently. Yeah. 
Um, See, I didn't get Bourdain in the airport because mm. he scared. He stared at me so well, scarily that yeah. I couldn't bring my phone. Well, out. what you got to know with that guy? He's got no reservations. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to think who else I've gotten in it, the past. Hit, uh, Brandon's story reminded me of when the little I got girls, Lil Wayne at a game. The little I, girls came up to you um, and asked if. Oh yeah, about br- Chad. Chad and I were at a game. Right. Chad and I were at a game not too long so ago. We were in Chad. we were in some good seats. The magic gave us, and so we were down. We're you know. Maybe a C list, D list celebrities sure, would maybe yeah. be sitting, not on the f- carrot top. If, if you, carrot top. Yeah. So. I was in the carrot top no, he area. Was, he was behind us. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting a couple rows in front of carrot top, and uh, and 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 Chad uh, was on the phone. He was calling somebody, and and he was on my left. And these little like maybe nine year old girls came up to me. This is late, late in the game. So all game, they were trying to strike up the nerve, mm-hmm. and they came over to me and they go, "Excuse me, is that Lex Luthor?" <laughs> from, from Smallville and I was like he was on the yes. phone so I couldn't be like yes, yes it, it is, is. Yep. I, and I was like no I know it looks like a dummy yeah oh they were so crushed yeah. what, they were so excited <laughs> to see Cameron what you should they have said is no it's not it's actually TV's George Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> you may remember him from Cheers. See, I I would have immediately been like, yes, yes, it is, and then and then Chad, I would just yeah. been like, did you like my work? Yeah, you know. I well, s- he was on the phone, so he didn't know this was happening, or else right. he probably would have. I would have said yes because I had a little, uh, probably nine or ten year old kid in a uh, Texas airport come up to me about five or six years ago and ask me if I was Lex Luthor, and I signed an autograph for him. <laughs> did, did he sign? Did he sign it, Father? You have no idea what. I'm capable of. <laughs> Best of luck, Wex. <laughs> so yeah, any, I do get that one off. Have any of y'all seen any celebrity? Like, I, 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 my, my uh, strategy is this. Do not approach them to confirm or deny because then for the rest of your life, you can just tell the story that you saw this person. Right? <laughs> see, Tilapia, I, 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 saw, I saw Steven Spielberg in, in Wellington. Tilapia specifically no blogged and said, do not do this. Well, so, okay. No, no, no. I didn't take a photo. I, mean, I, did, I didn't even take a photo because you don't want... Uh, any kind of any kind of hard evidence. And it's better to other. think in because your mind because then it can just be anecdotal. You yeah. know, you say, yeah, you oh, can just well, I was I was in Wellington, and uh, I saw Steven Spielberg. Uh, you know, he who I happen to know, he was in town to work with Peter Jackson on Tintin, and so I from now to eternity because I never approached him to confirm or deny. I can say with 100% certainty I saw Steven Spielberg. See, I, I never I, I never pass up the opportunity to have some sort of encounter. <laughs> to harass people. Yeah, I think well, I'm the same way. I, I was, one time I was in California and Carl Weathers. Oh, oh. timely. Let that me say was that. From he was holding machetes. Let me say that again. Was his head attached? Carl Weathers. <laughs> oh, was, from Arrested Development. You got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, also, as as we were talking earlier, uh, you know, he's, he was in the uh, the Rocky movies yeah. and some Who's 80s. that one dude from Predator? Yeah. And so, you know, he played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. And I had no idea what to say. I had no idea for sure if at that moment Is that the Reading him. Rainbow guy? No, that's LeVar, LeVar Burton. Burton. Yeah, who I would have been like, I love reading Rainbow, <laughs> and then just walked off. I don't think Carl, Carl Weathers, Weathers would have appreciated. That. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. But he probably gets it a lot. I'm walking around the whole time. Did, like, did you call that? him Champ? I well, here's what happened. I I was walking around the whole time. I'm like, I think that's Carl Weathers, guys. I, I don't. I was with two friends, and finally we leave the store and like, you know what? I gotta say something. I gotta say something. And we're getting ready. He's starting to cross the road, and so I'm just like. Apollo! Oh, no. <laughs> no. And he just turns and looks at us like, nice one, jerk. Like, never heard that before. And I'm just kind of like looking at him like, huh? huh? <laughs> Jesse, I'm Jesse, sure he appreciated it. Yeah. I'm sure. Jesse I'm telling the story years later. miss an opportunity to ruin someone's day. I talked, to, I, talked to, I talked to Bob Saget one time. I had to chase him down, but I talked to him. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Have you guys talked to Bob Saget and Carl Weathers? Uh, mm. No. Well, you didn't exactly talk 
To Carl Weathers. I talked talk, to Carl Weathers. Weathers. Yeah. He acknowledged Derisively. my harassment. Yeah. 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 See, what happens to me is when I see uh, uh, somebody I'm a fan of. So I don't get starstruck by a lot of people, but I get starstruck by athletes. <laughs> we were at the car show the other day, Basketball and uh, and Hito Turkoglu and uh, Nick Vucevic are one of our rookies, or he's a second year player. But anyway, they walked in the car show, and I'm like, <clears throat> and I was there by myself. And Maya and Cohen had already left. Oh, I was see, like, I would, oh, crap. I would immediately walk right up to them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, but they were waiting on me. I'll, you know, I had to leave, and I didn't. Uh, uh, I would have gone. The family and, can wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I kind of pseudo stalked. I wanted to see where they were going. You know, yeah. a couple NBA guys. Hito uh, uh, goes around, and there's this like section in the corner where they're like, uh, they were selling Maseratis and Lotuses and whatever. And now he wasn't interested in that. What he was interested, he was talking to the sales guy about this souped up Mack truck that they had there. Oh, nice. and I, so, I would have a hard time picturing Hito Turkoglu, who's probably about six ten, fitting into a Lotus, that's which what is I'm basically yeah. a so, go kart. But think about think about the team parking lot. It's all Lotuses and Maseratis and Land Rovers. No, Hito Turkoglu is going to pull up in a souped up Mack truck. That is, that's like taking baller status to a whole nother level. Yeah. So, I think, he, I think, doesn't he have to, uh, doesn't he have to win an arm wrestling contest to, to gain get, custody to get the his, truck, yeah. to get the truck, gain custody of his son? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so anyway, the next day, literally the next day is when we uh, were given the tickets on the court at the Magic game and Hito Turklu is sitting next to me and I had an in of, hey, did you get the Mack truck? Maya wouldn't let me talk to him. And I was thinking, thank goodness you didn't say anything to him and then next, you know, the next day he's sitting next to you on the Magic game, he would be totally freaked yeah, out. Yeah, they would like, his, hey, hey, car show! And then, and then I see him at the game like, hey, car he's show! Like, he's car like show. missing all the shots, he's just at, you know, he's like, <laughs> just yeah. following him around. Yeah. His, his, son, da- his daughter, daughter goes, goes to, to our son's school, so we see. We you pass. got another in. Yeah, yeah I know. So I've seen him. Hey, so what about Bright Horizons? Great <laughs> curriculum, hey? Eh? Yeah, no, no, nothing. Maya won't let me talk to these people. No. So even if I struck up the nerve, leave him alone. She, she won't let. I, see, I, what I would have done is I would have gotten him to talk to me. So I would have been on my phone having a fake conversation with a Mack truck dealer. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no, no. Oh, no. you just sold that one? Well, give me the better one. Yeah, do you have it in red? Do you have it in red? Or Mack truck? No, I won't I won't go below 105. And, and you're like, that you're one's like, amateur. It's for chumps. You, you're for like, chumps. Yeah. You, you keep like holding the mouthpiece and looking bully, over at Hito Turkoglu like, this guy. This guy. <laughs> he thinks he's a Mack truck. No, no, hang he on. I, he thinks I just fell off the back of the turnip truck or something. <laughs> I'm not buying that second-rate Mack truck. For, for, for some reason, you look like a guy who knows about Mack trucks too. <laughs> no, sir. I do you, not. sir, look like a man who knows his Mack trucks. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my my uh, my wife uh, won't let me talk to these people. So all I have are my odd, awkward iPhone photos from yeah. across the room of whatever room we're in. You've taken a few others of people at airports, know, airports, and, and getting coffee. Yeah, and- yeah. And they always stare at you like, "Leave me alone." Like like Tilapia would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I will say when I uh, stared down Spielberg. He actually, <laughs> he actually looked at me and gave me a knowing nod. Oh, kind of like, yep, it's, it's me. me. Did and you a, just did a little you... bit of a smile, a little bit of a smile? Like, so, did, did you say to him, "Hey, so uh, dinosaurs, huh?" <laughs> something like that. So, so Brandon, all, the, get all this to say, yeah. like, we're we're proud of you on a couple of levels. Number one, you you did what any any person should do, and that, that's go to the internet first. Right. Go, right. To, go to your Absolutely. social networks. Ha- create a hashtag for your personal crisis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Rihanna Crisis 2012. And uh, let, just let everybody weigh in. I, that is brilliant. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna create a Lee, Lee Corso crisis 2012 <laughs> next time I see him at Starbucks with a box of meat. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, I'm sorry that it ended up being Rihanna. But uh, you know, it's but, good enough oh, for us. Have you got a story to tell? <laughs> yes. it's one for the grandkids. A story to tell. Once I sat next to a girl named Candace, and a, people on a podcast talked to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, man. It's good talking to you. Good talking. Thank to you. It's great talking to you guys. Bye. Thank you so much. See you, man. See you, man. I will say the one celebrity encounter that I I had that uh, ended badly is I uh, I walked into a convenience store one time in Wellington and. Uh, I was in mid-conversation with a friend. I walked around the corner, and Brett McKenzie from Fly of the Concords was standing there. Oh. And I just stopped mid-sentence. The most famous person in New Zealand, New Zealand. in yeah. history. In New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. More I, famous I, than the prime minister. I, oh, yeah. Uh, heaps and of people could tell. Can anyone here name the prime minister of New Zealand? Mr. Ziggity Doo. Yeah. Ziggity Doo, right? Did he well, get reelected? Peter, Peter Jackson. Get re-elected? Bam. Yeah. <laughs> that girl from the piano. Uh, no, but uh, at any rate, I stopped mid-sentence, right, and just stared him down. Mm-hmm. Just stared at he him. He punched you right in the face actually, <laughs> and ran. Actually, he became so uncomfortable, he hastily left the store. Mm. Uh. Well, hey, that's what they get for celebrity. I, I told yeah, you. That's, that's what, what you get, get for. That's what you get for bringing joy to so many people. I'm just saying. Yeah. What, what get out of my store. You know, there's no need if you're a celebrity to act all indignant. Like I'm not famous. If someone's Ugh. staring at you like a creep, he's on TV, Adam. <laughs> guys, guys, it's he, like he's on. He's on. He's on I, some I put magic, himself out there. He's on some magic moving image box. See, I don't know what kind of sorcery like that local, is. Like one time, you guys will know this reference. Martha Sazowski. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Still here. Channel 2. The hot looking news anchor. West yeah. News. I, I'm, really I'm at a local restaurant and I'm pretty sure she's at the table next to me. The entire meal conversation I had with with who I was with is that in fact Martha Sazowski? You know <laughs> the local news anchor. Yeah, I'm pretty positive it was. Yeah, like I said, I've I've had an extended conversation with Russell Brand one time. Really? Yeah. At a uh, Did he punched a square in the face. No, I didn't. Make, the, the thing is, he dresses. You, you guys seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Mm-hmm. He dressed exactly like that, like right. tight leather pants, like a fishnet shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, not inconspicuous at all. But I didn't let on that I knew who he was. Oh, Even that's though awesome. He, he oh, was cool. very tall, had insane hair, and was dressed insane. We're at a-, a Just like tell a, him how much you like Aerosmith. Well, we-, we, we <laughs> <laughs> Steven Tyler, right? You are Steven Tyler? Uh, we're at a record store. We go up. He's looking through Simpsons DVDs. We start talking about the Simpsons. We, we talk for like 15 minutes, and it was just totally normal guy. But I get a story to tell, mm-hmm. you know? So and and so does he. Exactly. I'm sure he tells that story to this day. Th- this one time, I met a totally anonymous person who I'll never see again, and had a, a brief conversation about The Simpsons. So, <laughs> or how about went, that, guys? Or he went. That's home. one for the Christmas card. Yeah. Or he went home very sad that day, thinking, "Man, this guy doesn't even recognize me. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. what, what am I doing with myself? With my yeah. career? Yeah, I'm failing." We've had people tweet us um, saying they thought they saw you around town. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure that happens. So, frequently. Somebody, somebody <laughs> in uh, in Virginia, in, yeah. in Norfolk or something like that, uh, thought they saw you at the BMW dealership once That's right. and tweeted That's right. me for confirmation. Oh. I yeah. was with Hito Turkaloo. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were car shopping. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you were like, will you barter for white sauce? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I can assure you it was not me if it was at a BMW dealership. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, it's time for your feedback. Uh, last week, we asked you... What the most overrated movie of all time is to you. Uh, we got talking about The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and other movies that not everybody loves mm-hmm. and that maybe you are like, you, you're not even allowed to say you don't like X movie because everybody else says, what are you talking about that's great and looks down on you because you say you don't like X movie. Right. What is that movie for you? 
You went over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. You hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast and also posted on our Facebook page. Here's some of our favorite replies. Um, Scott Corin, um, he says he doesn't like Forrest Gump. He thinks it's overrated. Interesting. I, I agree. I you agree with so? that. Yeah. Well, schmaltzy. I remember Maud- liking it. Maudlin, I'd say. <laughs> Maudlin. Maudlin, even. I disagree, but. You're a big Forrest Gump guy? You love the, the, the shrimp? I, I wouldn't the say. He, he I goes sh- to the conventions. <laughs> I, yeah, I dress up as Forrest Gump and go to the, shri- uh, go to the what convention. What era Gump? I, mm. I, I go as Runner Gump. Yeah, <laughs> I, I also, my favorite restaurant's Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, so. Well, that goes know. without saying. Yeah. That's everyone's favorite. <laughs> Garrett Fryer on Twitter <laughs> said, I'm, not a, I'm a pastor, and I've never seen The Passion of the Christ. I read the book. Bam! Oh, Bam. Snap! Ouch. Snap! Ouch! Yeah, take, that. take that. Why did you guys no, see it? Have you never one. read the book? Did he read? <laughs> did he read it in the original Latin, like the movie? Well, <laughs> we need to find out. Get yeah. him. Get him on Skype. <laughs> yeah, we'll get him right now. Uh, he said he's not saying he's already. She's never seen it, so he can't have a yeah, conversation. No, he, about he didn't answer the question we asked. But, but it's along those lines. Everyone's like, "Oh, the pastor is really meaningful," and he's not even going to see it. Yeah. John Maynard on Twitter said, "As far as Christmas movies go, goes, he says Elf is overrated." Oh no, no way! What's he wrong said, with you? Well, he said, That's "Look, do malls have locker rooms with showers? That seem is creepy." Has Hashtag he never been? Has he been no. to every mall yeah. in America? Maybe some. Maybe some Sears and Roebuck had well, a, a union it's mandated. An old Old building. Yeah. It's a classic I'm, I'm, mall. I'm sorry. In a movie in which Will Ferrell is a human child raised by elves, mm-hmm. the <laughs> you're unwilling the to room. suspend yeah. your disbelief that there's a shower in a department store. <laughs> I, I think it's a, That's it's a critical out. scene, Adam. <laughs> you're telling me when you go yeah. to Sears, it's the, like, uh, I, you know, got to get my tires, you know, the 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 weed whacker, some a uh, new belt, yeah. and, you and know I want to catch a shower. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling a bit sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I worked up a sweat. It was clearly an employees only locker room area. It's not like it's for the public. Come on, I he doesn't know. Is he been the stop motion animals? Every... That didn't bother. Me. I worked I worked at a big Kmart. The I can tell you this. Talking they didn't even have an employee restroom, much less a shower. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> well, Kmart's Kmart are, are fancy like malls. So that's true. I will say I do like the movie Elf. Though. Yes, As Elf is awesome. And I'm this just saying he's wrong. got a point about no, the showers. This guy's scene. wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was thinking the movie should have uh, could have used more showers. <laughs> I was thinking it, this is what it's missing. You know, I can use some more showers. But a lot of people looking a bit bit greasy right now. Yeah, really go for a shower. Maybe we do that. Our old office Together. had a shower. Is that implausible? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did it have a shower? Yes. Yeah. 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 It Lloyd, had that sh- weird shower room. Yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd used <laughs> it every day because it, it had that weird work. shower room. It was just a, literally a shower. And with... he was the one guy who used it. And there was something always creepy about the idea that Lloyd had been nude in this office. <laughs> 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 because I thought I was. He's the only uh, one. coming to America. <laughs> right. They're coming. They're coming. They put are they really? 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 So we could have him in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the people who own the old office building will let him go in and shower there. <laughs> Nobody else has moved and in. Can film it. Yeah. Sure. We she can. just she just <laughs> emailed me today from the from, well from behind a curtain. I'm saying right. Of, of course. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Can I say you know I wasn't here for last week obviously when when this question was brought up but for me this movie the well uh, you're allowed to answer it this week yeah yeah so for for me it's uh the first. Tim Burton's first Batman film. Really? Mm. Yeah, with Jack Nicholson. Like, I, I just think it's terrible. Really? Why? Like, but what? It's better than his second Batman film. Yes, which was also terrible. I think it's fundamentally awful. Well, I didn't. Mm. Didn't everybody kind of think those were awful? I didn't see them. No, no, not no, at the people, time. No, people no, thought they were great. I mean, Jack I went Nicholson back and watched them after. Well, what about Michael Keaton? 
I, Michael, there's nothing wrong with Michael Keaton. You're I just think it was darn terrible... right that there's nothing wrong with <laughs> no. Michael Keaton. I, I apologize that you're going to have to edit some things I'm about to say. <laughs> no, Say I, one thing about Michael Keaton again, Adam. Say it. Repeat what you said. Repeat what you said. <laughs> no, I like Michael Keaton just fine. I just thought it was a terrible movie. Oh, I remember Thick is Awesome. So people thought. I mean, so I people did like it. Yeah. See, see this was still in the era where I, I, I don't like super. I don't like fantasy yeah. and fiction and stuff like that. So I never really got into the, fan, the superhero thing. Love the current Batman trilogy. Mm-hmm. Love like Iron Man stuff because there's some plausibility woven into sure. it. Right. Content. But so like in that era, I never had any desire to see the Batmans. Yeah. So but right. I, but I had heard that it was like this is an amazing step forward for the genre. Uh, that's yeah. I mean, but uh, the thing is, is it was as campy as uh. the old '60s TV show, but seemed completely unaware of its own campiness. Like oh. it was trying, it was trying to be a serious take on Batman mm-hmm. that ended up. You know, it's like all it was missing was the bam pow animation. Yeah. Uh, okay. you know? yeah, I made the mistake it, of going back and watching it after watching The Dark Knight Rises. Like, well, literally actually, the weekend after. See if really? it holds yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely does not hold yeah. up. Well, he, well, I mean, but, but see, so this is a, a, a tweak in the answer because what we're talking about is like movies that everybody loves and you just don't like. But like you just said, yeah, it wasn't that good of a movie. I think everybody's agreeing with you. No, I see. Like in current, current. Yeah, I, I guess if but you were never to, liked it. No. No. But it, I mean, it, I liked it like, when I was like ten. But you know, as an adult, I've never. It'd be liked like it. the Princess Bride. Like everybody loves the Princess Bride, and then you're in, the only guy in the room going. Well, then you're sucks. just well, an idiot. Yeah, yeah. You're a horrible <laughs> person. <laughs> well, here's one that I saw frequently show up in the feedback that surprised me, and some people didn't even know the name of it. Some people were saying that too. The, the, the Christmas movie with a leg lamp. Right. It's, what? It's, what? It's a Christmas story, and yeah. how can you not you're, like it? That's the thing is you're wrong. Yeah, you're just dead wrong, and you hate Christmas. Yeah, and America. I only saw it for the first time five years ago on the. TBS marathon. And did you love it? I watched it 17 times back to back, and watched it every every. Bam! There you go. So yeah. can you relate with someone who doesn't like this movie? It's a, here's the I, thing. It's not epic. It's 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 familiar. It's warm. Yes, it, but it totally but it's not holds epic. up. No, it holds, but it does hold up. It holds up. It does hold yeah. up upon multiple viewings. Yeah. It, you know what else holds up? Just like as funny. I saw time. I saw this the other weekend. Uh, I, 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 what what else holds up? Uh, Back to the Future Three. I, I think I think Back to the Future Three. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's, Robert, it's Robert Zemeckis. It's criminally I mean, it's actually, underrated. It's a good movie. It, it's it's as good as Christmas Story. To be honest with you, it does a great job of oh. setting up in the beginning when they're in the fifties and the letter that was brought back from yeah. like. 50 years earlier. It actually, it really yeah. actually holds up. I don't it's even remember seeing it first time, and I, I really enjoyed it as though I was seeing it for the first time. Mm. You know. So anyway, well, I, we saw Avatar was on the list a lot, but I think we are kind of new. I think yeah, we can all agree. If if, if if a room is going to be split on a movie anyway, that that doesn't qualify because there's a whole lot of people who don't like Avatar. He, here, yeah, he, I didn't like it. He, here's one that they said was incredibly boring, and that they saw on an international flight, and I I cannot relate to this. They said that even though it's a classic, they didn't like Blade Runner. Oh, come I on. I know. Is, you, have you guys seen Blade hey, Runner? You know what, I never pal? Saw it. That's because so. you didn't understand it. <laughs> now, Adam, you were telling us about a, a, a movie you just saw on an international flight. Yeah. I did. Um, uh, Real I, quick. I, I, another, no, what, we're not going to dumb down Blade Runner. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, pal. Sorry that you didn't get it. <laughs> Two things are off limit on this podcast. Michael Keaton... And, and Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. <laughs> you leave Blade Runner alone. All right. Yeah. So, sp- so speaking of movie you saw on an international flight, Adam, you just saw one. And I it was, did. It was a. It was. It will go down in the annals of history as as a cinematic masterpiece by what what I think of the film. Mm. You had a differing opinion. I did have a differing opinion. Uh, I I watched Step Up Revolution, <laughs> <laughs> beginning to end, right, without the sound. 
I would think the sound would help, but those sweet moves. No, I here's think, a, here's I think the, the sound detracts. Here's, a, here's yeah. the thing. I think it was probably a better film for not having You dialogue. watched mm-hmm. it. You had your eyes on the screen. And yet refused to plug in headphones. <laughs> was it that you refused or that you never felt compelled that I need I to? Never, I never felt that I needed the context of dialogue to really get what was going on. <laughs> what about music for the dancing? Yeah. You could feel the rhythm. I could. The rhythm I, could, I, could, I could easily feel the noise. rhythm. White noise. I could yeah. easily Stuff? feel the rhythm. Oh, I haven't seen it, but and, and I it's, think it'd be it's awesome. more gratifying to imagine my own soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's a Benny uh, Hill theme song continually. Yes. On <laughs> and every, everyone has very high voices. Yeah. 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 Said. Can I say, you know, Peter Gallagher was the only recognizable guy in this is that, movie. Is the, Peter the Gallagher from the eyebrows? Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. Oh, I thought it was his the, watermelon, eyebrows, the watermelon comedian. No, his eyebrows, after reading the script, refused to participate. Oh, yeah. They didn't he, sign he the is, waiver. He is eyebrowless in this film. <laughs> and Weird. Peter Gallagher without big bushy eyebrows looks like one of the lizard people from V. Uh, <laughs> so a demonic really, hell beast. It's really yeah. off putting. Yeah. Yeah. So so the, you're saying that the, the movie was better without sound. Much better. I could surmise what was going can, on. Can you give us just like a 400 word review? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, um, from what I can gather, it's uh, a streetwise group of uh, urban youth mm-hmm. who... Uh, You're describing break into electric boogaloo. <laughs> it is identically... Uh, like, the plot is absolutely identical. So but this it, is a firm gully avatar yes, situation. but it has way less charm. And more revolution. <laughs> yes, far more revolution. Yeah. Did they step but, up or down? Oh, they step right up. Um, yeah, but they had, to, they had to start down in order to get up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to start somewhere. It's a real underdog but, story. Uh, but at some point, they step up revolution. Whoa. It's um, kind of the theme that next year is going to be better. It, yeah, we'll I mean, all step up. How many step Revolution. ups could they make? Eventually, they'd get to the top. You but next year will still be better. There's more steps. Yeah. They, I think there needs steps. to be a reboot called Step Down. Christopher yeah. Nolan does it. Or or <laughs> reignite the series. What if they did one called Step Laterally? Okay. <laughs> S- sidestep yeah. is yeah. what they'll call it. Sidestep, <laughs> sidestep <laughs> Revolution. J.J. Yeah. Um, Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for, I, I think Sidestep is actually... Uh, Lost. Oh yeah. 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 But yeah, from what I could gather, these people are using the power of dance uh, Mm. as a form of protest. But Mm. I don't understand. Mm. You're saying you did that all the time. I thought. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you reviewing the same movie? Because what you're reviewing sounds really kind of good. At at some point, it sounds like you're going. There will be a car race. And uh, and it'll kind of morph with the Fast and Furious. Franchise. Yeah, you would think that, but no, mm-hmm. no, just dancing uh, as a form. The of next protest. film, the two franchises converge. Yeah, that would be great. So, mm-hmm. You'd be to happy, step I'd up be happy. Fast and Furious. So, so what I've taken is step up Fur- Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly step up Fast and Furiously. <laughs> yeah. So um, what what I've gathered from six. the the commercials, there's some manner of development yes. that these dancers the, okay, are protesting. Okay, so yeah, right. that's and that is thing. actually the electric that, that, boogaloo. That's plot exactly what it is. Is Peter Gallagher wants to. Clean up their their dance barrio, and you know this this group of people. How dare is like, he? Yeah, gentrification. No, if we yeah. cannot dance in darkened alleys where you know homeless people smoke crack out of a light bulb, then we won't dance at all. Yeah. So so they decide they're going to protest through the power of dance, and it's like. I think, and this what, compels him to cease the million dollar no, development. Project. Well, what it really blew the eyebrows me. right off of right it. off of <laughs> yeah. And what really bothered me, they're doing all these dances in these really public areas, these dance protests, and it's like you become keenly aware of the absence of what should have been the hero of this movie police brutality (laughs) because I'm sure like sitting in the theater when you were watching the trailer for this you would have thought okay well this is a feel good story 
about you know a, a bunch of urban dancers being savagely beaten by truncheons, you know? <laughs> and then imagine your shock and confusion when it's like they're allowed to make it through this whole film without once, you know, without once being hit until they poop blood. You know, you know, um, you're getting older when I hear this plot line and I side firmly on the side of improved honestly, development. Uh, honestly, that's the thing. It's like it's like at the end they convince them not to make the development. It's like, well, thank you for saving Miami from the literally thousands of construction and service sector yeah. jobs yeah. that would have created. But you can still dance. Yeah, you can use all the time off you have from being unemployed to just dance in the street. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fantastic. None of the rest of us can find well, jobs, we're gonna get, but yeah, We're going to get out of this recession yeah. sub, in some yeah. way. At just keep we, on dancing. Yeah. Yeah, keep on, thanks. Uh, you know, we'll just stand around watching you flail around like Muppets. Yeah. That's great. Who, who needs basic things like money to pay their mortgage or, or to buy groceries for their children? Yeah. I can be sitting here and entertained with yeah. urban dance all, all the day. all the homeowners are in the region whose property values would have skyrocketed by type top level development coming into the neighborhood now have to sit with the slum and all these and just watch these dancers dance infesting and, the streets and the great thing is they had like this dance headquarters like every single dance that they put on had to have cost tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> to, <laughs> who's funding to these dances I know who's it? they have to have a billionaire they got a pocket somewhere yeah. someone because in the pocket. they have this incredibly you know like well furnished dance warehouse they're their secret mm. headquarters and you know the main character <laughs> secret lair of dance it is like the Super main heroes. character brings like his rich girl girlfriend peter gallagher's daughter to their oh, headquarters and at oh, first well, the ringleader is all suspicious like do we dare let in an outsider like you're annoying people through the power of choreography not planning the french resistance <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, as it's if, a bit self-important it's there, as if they, they, they think they're like some kind of sleeper cell for exactly some, like, like oh know. do we dare let her see our Dance HQ. <laughs> this is where we dance. Well, wait, wait so let me get the, let me get this straight. The old abandoned warehouse on the outside of town, where I see strobing lights through the windows a lot. That's a dance hideout. <laughs> that's right. You should go. Listen, they're they're afraid. If they they saw the the Bring It On franchise, they're afraid that mm-hmm. she's actually from a rival dance troupe and is there to steal she's their moves. Steal their yeah. moves. See? <laughs> and, and that they would steal give the moves, the moves to Peter Gallagher, who will outdance them, win the dance competition, and build. And Build the development I, I because the that's con- what life comes down to. I love to. the concept of the moves being stolen because <laughs> yeah. once they're actually performed, yeah. you're sort of no, no, giving no. them away. No, no, no. You, wait, you do these in secret. <laughs> this guy moves his them. arms the same way as me. That's <laughs> plagiarism. You, re- you reveal the moves and you do things that nobody's ever seen before, thereby winning the competition yeah. but, with groundbreaking moves. But the amazing Haven't you thing- seen Bring It On? I, I, I evidently just don't understand Urban Day. As hard as I've Honestly. tried over the years. Yeah. As and hard he's as- put a lot of I put a lot it. of time, resources, and frankly, emotion through some of these relationships <laughs> I've invested in, and they just won't let me in. You know, this maybe I just not into their secret dance no, HQ. No, this sounds no. a lot like the plot to Les Misérables. So I, <laughs> I think I'm just going to Hugh Jackman. It did the original say, Hugo novel. Yeah. It did say adapted from the book by Victor Hugo. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in like, in like a cool graffiti font at the end. And then, yeah. it, and then at We're, the end, it said this was based on a true story. <laughs> Strangely <laughs> enough. <laughs> Sponsored by Red Bull. This is why Miami is in the shape that it's in. What what amazed double dip recession? (laughs) What amazed me is that it it takes dancing causes the causes the fiscal cliff. But it amazes me that it takes dancing to convince Peter Gallagher. You know, it takes more than one dance. He sees a few dances, but then there's one that's like, well, they moved their arms just the right way this time. That like, well, that's. 
Yeah, I'll call it off. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They've made a fair, fairly irrefutable point with that, Dan. I yeah. own the yeah. property. <laughs> yeah. The crane, I own the property. I own the pro- it, yeah. I'm willing to pay the property the, taxes the, the with no revenue. The cranes are all yeah. lined because, up like slowly exactly. rolling. I've, That's how I've, I picture it. I've like hired they, a lot of contractors <laughs> who are going to be put out of work by this. But Sorry, honey. No I Christmas this year. Daddy yeah, lost his job. I hadn't thought of things from that dance perspective. I spent a quarter million dollars on the architectural renderings that I'm about to start constructing. I pulled all the permits, paid all the fees. But you know what? I'm just going to throw exactly. that money because, away. Because their dance logic was impenetrable. To <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. it's, a, it's like, yeah, I, I, my whole life savings has gone into this architectural masterpiece that's environmentally friendly and will house you know, literally hundreds of families. But that guy just did a gainer off the hood of a lowered Honda <laughs> yeah. Civic. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, it's basically, you know, a some, gainer. Guy, that's some a guy stands backflip. there. Yeah, some guy stands there and he, pop, <laughs> he, he pops and locks a bit and it's like Peter Gallagher's like oh well when you put it that way <laughs> why didn't you say that from the beginning exactly. so that's why you didn't want it we didn't have to get this far down the road yeah. <laughs> you know? if you just said that initially yeah. <laughs> well, the and then, and then the, the, the climatic scene where all these cranes and heavy construction equipment are slowly like rolling towards a construction site and then Peter Gallagher just dances in front of them <laughs> yelling no the yeah. project is off oh, oh wow we were about to make a huge Mistake. So that's your. We're going to leave those dilapidated old restaurants and things just to further rot for the dance crew. Turn around, gentlemen. So, long story short, three thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely a 400 word uh, recap. Um, Okay, so uh, that'll do for your feedback. There's more. You should go check out. There's quite a bit. There's a lot. There's a lot of movies that y'all don't like, uh, which is a lot of popular movies that y'all don't like, which is very affirming to us because there's a lot of popular things. There there is, yeah. I was surprised at the amount of dislike for yeah. movies. There are a lot of popular movies that are really terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, some that I think are There are also a lot of good. unpopular movies that are really terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Step Up Revolution. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, isn't Step Up Revolution the fourth in the franchise? Yeah. Isn't uh, it? it? If it's, it's only a quadrillion, Maya owns really the first surprised. trilogy. Uh, we haven't we haven't dipped into the yeah, second this, trilogy. Yet. This, yeah, this is a second a second trilogy that stands Don't on its own. It's, a, right. it's an entirely new. Maya, I didn't throw you under the bus. You slid on the bus on your knees while it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> it emerged from the other side, doing like spinning on your head. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. And now that you did that, I kind of lean in your way. Like, yeah, I have to tell you, it was pretty convincing. Yeah, I have to tell you, I'm probably I'm probably not going to go ahead with that development type yeah. of plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've invested a significant amount of mine and friends of mine and investors' money. We're yeah. calling this whole thing yeah. off. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm in debt to a lot of scary people, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. But yeah. I think they'll understand. Yeah, but that that move you just did. But but you <laughs> held one foot in your hand and jumped your leg yeah. through. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell so you what. Could you, you win? Come, if you come <laughs> with me <laughs> to the board when, meeting, you know when the mafia is going to break my knees. If you come with me and do that, then hopefully they'll see. You know they'll listen to reason. Yeah. So, so you can head over to the pages and this see all the This is just real life for me. That, that movie. <laughs> this how this happens. I don't know this if you is how she ends every staff is, meeting. Yeah, it's how Maya makes so every point. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when she has to go over some new HR rules and uh, change the, uh, you know, talk to people about coming in on time, mm-hmm. she, she, she convinces everybody. Yeah. With Wicked Dance moves. She actually got me to vote for Obama in 08. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even ask me to. She just danced. She and just I went did and a dance. I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have a hard time arguing with that. 
Yeah, I don't think McCain can move like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, that'll do it for last week's feedback. Now it's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Okay, well, uh, you know, uh, Brandon Brandon Harvey said, you know, kind of opened up an important uh, issue, and that is stalking celebrities with iPhone pics. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so we figured, knowing you all, Brandon Harvey's a listener, knowing you all, there's a lot of Brandon Harvey's out there, and you all have stalked a lot of various levels of celebrities with iPhone pics. I have. He has. There are others. Well, next week, we're going to do a best of the year podcast, and then we're going to take a week off before January. So we don't have uh, the format next week to do a traditional question of the week, hmm. but we want to interact and hear from you. So we thought this is the perfect time for a visual a visual question of the week. So so we want you to go over to our Twitter at, at Relevant Podcast or the podcast episode page at the website or on our Facebook page and post your best kind of phone celebrity picks. And we'll retweet them and we'll we'll share them. Can, can I add one caveat to this? You sure. <laughs> and I know you had an idea for a book one time that you shared. I don't know if you remember this. I don't. I have a you lot had, of things I share. You, you shared, this was a long time ago, but I always thought it'd be great. I would totally buy this book. Coffee table book about coffee tables. Well, it's a coffee table book called That Guy Kind of Looks Like. Yeah, That Guy Kind of Looks Like. Do you remember <laughs> him talking long, about this? Yeah, from a long way away, like That Guy Kind of Looks Like. It's like where people are out on the street, yeah. they take pictures, and they send it to Cameron. Cameron does a little caption. He decides maybe. who that guy kind of looks yeah. like. Yeah. And so that's kind of what Brandon Harvey did. Yeah. Hey, that guy, that, that kind of looks like Rihanna. Yeah. Could this work as an audiobook on audible.com? <laughs> <laughs> Describe how much. Yeah. That, yeah. No, really. He really kind yeah. of looks Trust like us. So the yeah. hairs to the left. Yeah. So uh, the caveat is let's say you don't it's have an a. Audiobook <laughs> of describing pictures. That's the worst idea. Okay. <laughs> so this is Starbucks. Audiobook coffee he, table book. And I'm not sure how tall Tom you Hanks is. But this guy kind <laughs> kind of looks like Tom. I mean, if, if you had been here. Yeah. yeah. In the right light. If you could light, see this if photo. You, if you close your eyes. And yeah. I'm, I'm thinking big era Tom Hanks. Not anything current, but. Yeah. He's, <laughs> okay. So, you know what? He doesn't look like So Tom the caveat Hanks. is either an actual celebrity picture that you snuck with your phone or somebody who kind of looks, looks like, like a celebrity. And, and can I say, uh, for me, obviously, you know, you've got your A-list and B-list and C-list celebrities. The one that will trump. Every single one of them is uh, Sasquatch photos, or or because <laughs> Sasquatch or is the world's biggest celebrity. A, a, uh, a I, I think a Busey level celebrity yeah, would trump all that, of them. I mean, that's like obviously Sasquatch. you have your Nick Cages, your your Busey. He is a mythical creature, much like Gary Busey. <laughs> so if you want to send us your pictures, uh, we'd love to see them. Hit us up on the podcast episode page, or tweet us at Relevant Podcast or Facebook. And uh, we will disseminate, share, retweet the best ones. And tell us stories. If you want to tell a story, too, of kind of context, that's great. Well, uh, many thanks to Love Drug for coming through. Make sure to check out their performance videos on the podcast episode page and also on our YouTube channel while our TV is still under construction. Uh, you can check out their new album and, and more at lovedrugmusic.com. Also, thanks to Audible.com for sponsoring the, the line. I hope they found it okay, even though Jesse was here. We flew him down on the Audible.com plane, plane last yeah. night yeah. to sit in the Audible.com chair. The only thing, they didn't have any in-flight movies. I just had to listen to audiobooks of my choice, but I listened to audiobooks. <laughs> yeah. Did they have the novelization of Step Up Revolution? <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was a lot of describing dance moves. And it was <laughs> And fantastic. then this one guy. <laughs> this guy you don't really see before. Whoa, he kicked high. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a spin kick. 
The next guy comes on. Yeah, it's it's more of just someone watching the film describing it. I guess technically that's an audio book, but it was never a printed book. So right. anyway, the the flight flew by. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thanks to Adam and Jesse for being in the studio with us. Yay! Thanks for having. Yay. us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for bringing us down. A lot of fun. And like Maya said, in a couple weeks, Lloyd will be here. So look yeah. at us just. Living in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Next year will be better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Calvin Kearley. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Adam Smith. That's Todd Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Go follow us on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast. And for more great content, check out relevantmagazine.com. An intelligent, devious creature left behind the wheel of an automobile. Thank God the keys weren't in there.